Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hello, I am Slide Whistle. I am Immunization, and I am soon to be a puddle of immunization. I am Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire, Horde Punching Bag, and a good little boy who's eating his strudel. Oh, I want some strudel. How about I a actually, and a pancake? <laughs> I actually have no strudel, but I do have a slice of blackberry pie. Cubbybub made it because she was doing Midsummer fire festival and she said what is this festival about and i said nothing it's a nothing <laughs> holiday and she said well i'm gonna make a midsummer fire festival pie so we borrowed somewhat of a recipe from the cookbook and made it Ooh, hell yeah did you put little fun dancing flames on it uh i i tried to but she said that that was going to be a fire hazard so i just threw sticks up in the air for 10 minutes before giving up and eating some pie Oh, well, personally, to celebrate, I just, like, stood over in the corner and spun really, really fast for about a minute. And that's what it's all about, pie and spinning. And just running endlessly as you throw torches ahead of you. Fucking, I hate that achievement so much, though. It was the worst part of it for me this week, but I'll get to that in a little bit. Oh, spoilers! <laughs> I was gonna say something about everyone being a shit, nasty, uh, sex assault fender in this part but i don't know how to say that without it being weird now well you said it apparently the whole wow community and all communities are on fire because everyone is being exposed for being a piece of shit yep it's wild how what little amount of power these disgusting creatures have that they decide let's be a weird sex man it's very not surprising looking at how older and white and male the wild community is that they would do a lot of gross shit like this. So fucking knock it off. And I hope that people aren't like afraid to come forward with more allegations. Like hopefully like everybody coming out now because like it would not surprise me if there's more lurking beneath the surface right now. Yeah, I mean, you said it. I feel like any community kind of like this one is it's bound to have well basically any community it's bound to happen especially if somebody has somewhat of a perceived position of power and i feel like that's what a lot of these ones that we've been seeing have been which is disgusting i don't know like the three of us say a bunch of nasty shit on this podcast but it's against npcs that don't exist so that's about the farthest that we go and it's obviously joking yeah it's it i didn't want to break down an episode 80 but we don't talk about people the way we talk about like gorak tools face holes respect each other play the game with each other but respect each other as humans damn it yeah nasties uh here how about this aaron what did you do in wow hit, hit me up with your fucking your tales of wonder this week this week i had three major accomplishments hold on for a moment boop boop now holding sorry i heard the sounds of sweet life on deck emanating from the other room and had to shut the door Oh, I, th I thought you were like, going to sing along or whatever. I, I thought you were going to ditch us mid-recording to go watch. Uh, you, I'm more of a, a That's So Raven guy myself. <laughs> also, congratulations to Raven for getting married. Yes, and I love that the biggest thing wasn't that she got married, 
or that it was secretive or that it was a legal uh, lesbian marriage. It was that people are like, I don't know who this is. And it's like Raven got married to some not celebrity. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the most controversial part of it. It's like, oh, this random white woman. Bleh. Do you think it only worked out because she didn't know who Raven was? Like, she never watched TV, and she's like, oh, yeah, you seem like a fun person. Oh, you were a child a child star? Uh, okay. Because think about how hard it's going to be to find somebody who, like, doesn't know you. Raven's like, don't worry. Uh, I was going to say Chelsea, but that was her friend's name in the show. Don't worry, Janet. I can read your mind. We've been friends for so long. It's like, <laughs> what are you, psychic? And then Raven Wait. has to, like... <sighs> stare at the camera for like a split second but anyways this week i had a couple of accomplishments two of which are i have the heritage armor for the cult my boy randleman finally ticked over and i have the heritage armor for the gnomes my boy wigglestein ran through that bc dungeon where you're on a big wall 17 million times but he finally got the gnomergon rep it's not a fun experience doing that. Yeah, it's real great, especially because that one only has like three bosses. But I'm like, it's the fastest and it loops in on itself. So I guess I'll just run that one forever. Honestly, that is probably what I would do too. But yeah, congrats on those two armor sets. How many more do you have left and which one are you working on now? Uh, I think I have four remaining. I have the two dwarves, the mechanomes and the lightforge drain eye because zaddy was a cheater right now i am pursuing the mechanomes with my assassination rogue gelbin 2 i was gonna say i forgot that zaddy was a boost even though you said it last week but i was like man you had the two easiest ones out of the way fucking the void elves and the lightforge drain eye but i guess you have to do the drain eye again yep i have to actually do the drain eye this time because i was lazy with him but it's fun enough. I'm like level 50 something, but my boy does not have a new knife. He got one at like level 30 and he has not got a new knife. And I feel like Gelbin 2 needs some more knives. So Blizzard, if you're listening to this, I expect a new shiny dagger in my bags when I log back on after this recording. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because you can't even use, use your abilities without knives, right? Yeah, they have to be daggers, so I can't earn anything else as a reward. It was weird. They had they gave me a fist weapon as a reward, and then it's just like, you can't use this. And I was like, well, then why put it in my loot table to begin with? They're like, play a different rogue spec right now. But that's going great. And the other thing I did was, in the blink of an eye, I have completed reading the book. Which, which, whose name I forgot again. <laughs> Here we go again. Let's workshop it again. Let's, um, uh, I think I didn't War crimes. Say something it was called like, War Crimes. Oh, is this the one with the trial? Yes. Okay. I have finished War Crimes and it was really cool up until the very end. And I'm not talking about Garrosh escaping. I'm talking about the August Celestials trying to shoe in a, a gross, let's have the two factions work together mentality. And I'm like, I am so glad this didn't work. Man, get out of here, you fucking stupid animals. We're not going to work with those idiots. We we were going to forgive Garrosh the whole time. 
it was all of you who were on trial. And now we know that you are innocent of true hatred. I literally put down the book and I turned to Cubby Bob and I'm like, this is gay. (laughs) (laughs) This is homophobia. (laughs) I was was like, I hate this. And I put it back on the shelf. Yeah, that part was really bizarre. It's, I don't, fuck the August Celestials, really. Honestly, my favorite part of the book was that they turned into weird, like, humanoids, sort of like how the dragons do, but they didn't do anything with it. And then I've also, in-game, never seen them do that. So I guess Christy was just like, they could do it if they wanted. Or, like, I would, I was gonna get tired of having a big bird sit in the corner every day. But that's enough about me. Slide Whistle, what did you do? Besides sweating like a goddamn pig, I was messing around on my druid. I went to Storm Shield to find some sexy armor because I don't have any druid tier set. So I went shopping in Storm Shield, got some new looks. And then after reading some certain spoilers that we're talking about later, I actually decided to go back on my death night and to go do the Legion Order Hall campaign because I've heard it's one of the best Order Hall campaigns. Actually, no, I've, I've heard it's the best Order Hall campaign, and it's very topical with what's happening right now. So I've been doing that, and even just like the beginning part is fucking just a wild ride. I, I get my artifact, and Darian Morgrain, the guy who leads the Death Knights, he gives such a fucking good-ass speech. Like, he is literally my hype man. The entire like, Death Knight Order Hall is behind me because he's like, listen, we have to follow this man now. Have you gotten to the part where you have to bring back Nazgrim? <sighs> I did. I fucking did. And let me tell you, that's definitely going to be my bottom boot. Spoiler. <laughs> when I was doing it on Drixen, I had leveled this boy 100 levels And doing that was, I was like, I'm willing to just be done. I got rid of him, but I'll look forward to hearing about it later. It fucking sucked, and I'm so mad. But yeah, so I did that. I finished it, by the way, though. It wasn't easy. And then you know what I fucking did? I fucking camped in Dalaran for like three hours today, trying to find that little fucker that sells the spider mount and the rainbow generator toy. No, not the, the rainbow toy that comes out of your butt. I still have not seen him, and I've been actively looking for him every fucking day now, just logging in to find him. It's so fucking frustrating. You know he's only appearing when he knows that you log off. Like, I bet you the second I log off, you know what we should do? You should come with me, but don't party with me, and just stand in the room, and when I log out, see if he spawns. I bet you you fucking will. <laughs> I'm sick of that bastard. What about you, Mew? What was your week in while like? Well, it was a pretty eventful week, but I'll start with the least eventful thing. I have decided to start running a few old raids again every week to try to get some mounts that I've been wanting for a while. So you know I'm back in the eye again, and I feel like I've said this several times throughout this course of this podcast because I really want Ashes of Alar. But no dice so far, but that's fine. Because this week, I also finished up my Flame Warden achievement, and... As we alluded to earlier, the flame torch catching one was the worst. Luckily, I found a guide on Wowhead in the comments, like of how, how to like kind of cheat it by like standing in the Dalaran entrance way to the sewer because the ceiling is really low and just like throwing it at your feet so it like hits the ceiling and falls on you. But like I only looked that up after failing at it for probably like twenty minutes straight. I did mine the hard way. You're fucking using these sewer hacks. But, you know, this means that this is my last holiday achievement, which means that I now am in possession of the Violet Proto Jake. Oh, wait, what's that? Uh-oh. 
It's the sound of someone grinding a rail. It's it's Jake. <laughs> Yo, I'm back for the second and final time cuz Aaron doesn't do holidays. <laughs> Shamaloo. And then he did a he did a flip and he flew off with immune on his back. <laughs> Goodbye. I, man, I, I feel like it was so much more like effortless for you than it was for me. Like I feel like you just kind of just got it. No problem. I mean, I've been doing them as they've come up. I just casually had one or two of the achievements like from years ago just because I decided to get them or they were easier or something. But that was like before I even knew that Proto Jake was a thing. So it was a little easier for me. But I, I think the worst ones were the ones where you had to just fly around the world pointlessly. So like there was this one also with the campfires, but this one also had the flame catching. So I think overall, this one might have been one of the worst ones, maybe. What do you think right now? What is the absolute worst one to do? Go. Very top of the list. Um, okay. I think it might I might have to say children's week just because of the PvP achievements. And if you aren't a person who is good at or likes to do PvP, it's pretty horrible. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that would be the worst. Capturing that flag was such a fucking hassle. <laughs> it really was, but luckily we don't mind PvP all that much, so it was kind of fun, but also very stressful. But yeah, that that was the majority of my week. I'm just very happy to have that out of the way. Now I can just focus on who knows what next. Because that was like something that had been oh, my overarching goal for about a year now, pretty much. It's time to finish your Priest Order Hall campaign. I mean, I'm pretty sure I already did that. Congrats, you did it. Whoa, congratulations, you achieved it. Wow, I'm on a roll. <laughs> So last week in Raid, we got some more Mythic Mounts that didn't go to any of us. No, but at least they went to people who are consistently there. So I, I did not feel bad about any of the people getting them. So that's fine. It was, if memory serves correctly, it went to the first two people who opened the box. So there were people who were just gobsmacked and they just they didn't even open the box. They just turned around like... I was like, maybe a third one will drop if I open it now, right? Maybe maybe that'll happen. No, as it doesn't happen. But it also makes me wonder if that is actually the case. The first two people get it, because that's kind of crazy. Or like the first two people who don't already have it. Maybe I just need to like race over there. I'm pretty sure it randomly assigns it to you before you open the box. But yeah, that's not going to stop me from like rushing to the box now and trying to open it immediately just to be sure. Because then if you don't, then you lose the surprise of maybe I'll have it, maybe I won't. When you open it after, it's like, what's the fucking point? I don't need this garbage anymore. Yeah, just mail it to me. It's probably not even worth it. Though, man, we struggled a lot harder than we did this week than last week. We could not get the fucking phase one down, it seemed like. It was weird because, like, it wasn't even new people were there, to my knowledge. It was just, like, everyone was there. We just couldn't do it. Yeah, and then we even struggled in phase two once we got phase one down like when we were out in the i'm fucking icy salty what, what are you salty fucking, about fucking i know he's the raid lead and he knows what to do but when lynn is a bear he decides to it's like spongebob we're not talking about this straight line or this like good route we're talking about this he like <laughs> dodged so strange and then we like we have to get people out of ice. It's like, yeah, because we just doubled back seven times to dodge one ice ball. Everyone can see them. And I know you're supposed to all stick together, but like, it's endangering my health to stick to you, sir. Path of least resistance, please. 
Yeah, group one, we basically just run through the ice balls. And if we get frozen, then we're frozen together and someone will break us out eventually. <laughs> we don't fucking turn around for nothing. Yeah, we don't even try to dodge those balls. I just position myself behind other people so they get hit with the ice balls. It's kind of stupid. And then we did Black Temple Time Locking, which was just okay. It was all right. It was interesting seeing more mechanics that I haven't really gotten to see, because normally I tap them and they just kind of fall over. Really? Only, like, one boss had mechanics, though, and that yeah. was... Oh, fucking... I, I have a brain aneurysm today. I can't think of anyone. You, you're not prepared, literally, like... Illidan? Cri- yeah. Illidaddy, former sexiest NPC of the week, for every reason, I could not think of his name. Oh, Illidan no. was really the only one that I was like, time to put on my thinking cap. Everything else was just be like, dodge laser. And then we didn't have to dodge it again because they would die. Yeah, and I think this is also partially that mechanics have gotten harder over the years. That's what I was going to say. Uh, those mechanics are probably considered like space age quality mechanics when they came out. And now we're like, bitch, we do that like regularly without it even being a main mechanic. Literally half of Illidan's mechanics were just like go somewhere else, which I feel like is something that every other boss does now. But I'm sure that was like ah, the curse of Illidan. It's the toughest thing I've ever thought of. My favorite was when Illidan knocked out Maev when she joined, like, three-fourths of the fight in. And, like, Maev, how the fuck did you already die? Like, we're all still alive. Like, you're way bigger than us. You should be able to handle a lot more hits right now. She's like, I need healing. Maev's history is one of failure. I see her often, but I never see her doing anything correctly. Honestly, though, that is pretty much Maev. Ouch. Wasn't wasn't she a Legion boss in a dungeon? No. That you, was Sira uh, Night was... Warden. No, that was Cordana no, Fellsong. I, 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 yes, Cordana oh, yeah. Fellsong. And she was there, but she served as another, like, champion. I'm going to run around while you fight. Make sure I don't die, though. Remember how she willingly did a name change? Because wasn't she Cordana Moonsong? And then she's like, no, now I'm Fellsong. I legally changed my name. She's like, I'm bad now. She's that kid in middle school who, like, wants a nickname so he does a bunch of silly things to be like oh look at it it's me wheels because i'm always <laughs> wheeling down the hallway in my wheelies i'm wheels i thought you were gonna say that she was like that girl in middle school who swore to you that her eyes changed colors when she was sad but like this is like she swears to you that her last name changes when she's mad Immune, did you go to school with a mood rock eyeball child? Wait, you didn't? I, I, I mean, maybe I didn't talk to this child. Maybe she's out there, but that was not something that went through West Middle School. I mean, I feel like this is grouped together with the, like the kind of people who like swear that they were vampires or swear that they had some kind of magical power of some kind. The goth girls, mostly. Yeah, maybe this is just particularly, like, because, you know, the not-out-gay child and the goth girl are, like, OTP. Like, they have to be friends, basically. Yeah, yeah each has I... a dark, uh, a dark vile secret. <laughs> I knew so many girls that were like, my eyes change colors when I'm mad. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, they don't, Tracy. <laughs> Lauren over here dropping truth bombs. <laughs> mine's, mine's name was Lauren. What a sweaty gumbo. All night of children love to play in the dark. That's what Cordana says when you find her. 
Yeah. I feel like she was very quotable. Like, we had a lot of uh, favorite quotes from her. I think that was the best one, though. Thinking of her fight, I like that it is a Night Warden hot tactic to make 17 damaging but slowly sashaying across the field copies of yourself. Yeah. Because both both Cordana and Syrah employ that tactic of like, watch out for my boys, and then they start like wiggling down the track very, very slowly. So here we come. Except Cordana's actually did kill us because they actually they pushed you back. Fucking Syrah's Syrah's does nothing. You could just stand there and it does like absolutely no damage to you. Okay, well, since we didn't know what to do at this time, I'm going to pull a time warp. Oh, oh my goodness. How did, I, how did I know? I was looking at my clock like, well, we only have a little bit before the middle of the show. What takes a little? I know. Ching, ching. These two idiots. Not mean. These two friends of mine. These two best buds are going to have 40 seconds to give me as many answers as I fucking demand out of them for a category they don't know yet. Are you ready? I know. Yeah. I need you two to name for me as many named Death Knights, living or dead, as you can. On your mark, get ready, go! Darian Morgraine. Bolvar. Um, um, the Lich King. Um, uh, um, Nazgrim. Uh, um, I, I don't know. Uh, Alan. Alex Morgraine. Um... Darian Morgraine. Uh, Thrazian. Uh, there's a fucking blood elf one that I always see. Um, I, I've never made it to the order hall, so I have no exposure to any of those people. <laughs> um, I really, I just... Time! Uh, well, I feel like that was kind of a tie. Immune started off with Bolvar. But then he said the Lich King. And I'm like, well, Bolvar is also the Lich King. I was For the wrote... record, I meant like Ar- Arthas Manithil. Yeah. yeah, that's what I th- that's what I figured, but I was waiting for someone to say Arthas outright, which I don't think anyone did. Um who said Morgrain? Was that you, Amin? Or was that Aaron? I, I said Darian. Yeah, I th- I think we said it. I'll give it to Immune. Well, also, I think Immune said Alan, so that <laughs> I think that enough is uh, game-winning for me. So, are there any, like, major ones we missed? I don't know famous Death Knights. How fucking dare you? You missed Terran Gorfine, the first Death Knight. Uh, you missed Baron uh, Rivendare. that's true. Everyone's favorite Hearthstone card. You missed Darian Morgraine's papa, Alexandros Morgraine, and you missed the man with the most baddest face up, face makeup in the game, Thrasian. This man looks like he came out of a, uh, a, he was like in a rock I and roll said like kiss Thrasian. Well, Aaron I'm said gonna Thrasian. I'm going to expose you on my Twitter.com. Oh, I said no. Thrasian, and then I said, quote, there's a Blood Elf one that I hate. I think you said Therusian. I think you said Emperor Therusian, so now you look foolish. I definitely, oh shit, I definitely said Emperor Therusian, because I was looking at my lovely panoramic photo here of all the gars. Well, now I have you recorded saying Emperor Therusian, so I can slot it into the time warp and make it sound no! like you said it. Oh <laughs> no! Hate gar and vile gar, give me strength <laughs> in this time. It's me, anger gar. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh my god. Death Gar! 
Wait, Daddy. is this the final form of middle school middle school goth girl? That part of that dungeon. <laughs> you you have to come to terms with all of her deep emotions, vilger. Wait. Wait, guys, for Halloween, can we can we get four people and can we be those seven angry dwarves that we find? I want to be hate rel. <laughs> I'm calling vile rel. What are, what's another one? Is there a wrath one? There, um, I, I, I think there's, there's a wrath gel or rel. Seed rel, seed rel is one. Ooh, that's a good one. Maybe I'll be seed rel. I'm doing a quick Google to see if I can find any. I don't know how to even search this though, because I don't know what dungeon it's in. No, I actually Low, think it's lower, in a, lower black rock. Yeah, fire, I was gonna right? say it's in like the not the dungeon that Aaron was running, but the one that's like connected to it, right? No, I think you're right, but the problem is there's like eight million dungeons in there, and I don't remember which one it is. Blackrock Depths. Okay, so I have the the I have the official here. In Blackrock Depths, you fight the seven: Hate Rel, Anger Rel, Vile Rel, Gloom Rel, Seath Rel, Doom Rel, and I'm changing my vote now. I gotta be my boy, Dope Rel. Wait, what is it? Dope Rel. <laughs> D O P E Rel. Wait, how did we miss that? I've never known them to be a dope rail in there. Do we get no, so bored by the end of it? No, we, we knew this because we at some point we made a bubble tiger joke. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I guess I'm going to be anger rail because that one sounds the dumbest. Though if, I, if I'm gloom rail, I can make like bio plume jokes. So I don't know. Gloom rail. Bio plume rail. Oh, shit. Where, where's Otis rail? Otis, Otis, Otis. Growl. Go say some stuff while I get my red robe and orange beard ready. Hey, 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 boys and girls. It's average size Growlina. I'm here with my compadre, Sesion. Sis, I don't know if you know this, but we'll be facing an astronomically scary entity called the Jailer in Shadowlands. What would you say your personal Warcraft imprisonment would be? It would definitely be waiting for WAD content. I see. Wasn't a fan of the year and some change of waiting. Not at all. If I ever have to even think about Asran again, I think I'd scream. <laughs> I can only imagine. I think for me it would be endlessly running through Duratar on Classic. Just miles and miles of nothing at zero miles per hour. LOL, yeah. A lot of time to think about Mankirk's wife. Just thinking about it now gives me chills. Well, this has been my time for this week. Come back next week for more shows. Thanks, Growlina. They sounded like a real gloom roll. Gloom roll. Vowel. Hey, it's me, Angerel. I'm so mad. Spoiler alert! I am really been re historically really bad at this, but spoiler alert! We are about to talk probably for the remainder of this podcast about upcoming Shadowlands quest lines. Most specifically, the intro quest line. So if you don't want to know how it starts, 
put on them boots and get running away. Do you think there's a small fringe contingency of DNR listeners that don't do spoilers? So they're like, wow, I sure love the first 20 minutes of the show. It wouldn't surprise me, honestly, if people were just like, oh, no, I have a lot of WAP podcasts that are better sounding and more funny to listen to. So let me get out of here. <laughs> I I feel like maybe the only category that we are at the top of the charts are is like our vileness. That was good. That was a good one. Huh? <laughs> okay, we are going to talk about something that came out a few days ago it is the is this data mining or is it just it's just in the never mind it's just in the alpha now i believe it's the yeah, shadowlands it's just, intro quest line wowhead yeah. has gone through the official channels to give us this yeah so um slide and i kind of watched this like video of somebody playing through it wowhead also has like this text document of all of the actual dialogue i guess we could just start off right at the beginning it starts off basically immediately after sylvanas has you know stolen the helm of the dominator in the cutscene that was revealed at blizzcon and basically this quest line picks up after that the very first thing that a player character does is you basically go to Ice Crown Citadel, right? And you, yes. you and basically all of the Alliance and Horde leaders are there to see what has happened. And, you know, they all talk about how they'd never seen anything like this with the like whole sky opening up and like the rift between the Shadowlands and Azeroth has been opened, basically. And I will just say that it's interesting because like this, I feel like, is the first time that it officially confirms that Kalia is leading the undead. I was just about to say something this document does give us is Kalia is confirmed a traitor. Not not even like four months after her death. She's like, yeah, I'm really going to side with the guys who slew me. Yeah, watching the video was wild because just seeing all the leaders stand up there in Ice Crown and then just seeing Kalia on the Horde side, I was like, this bitch really done did it, didn't she? She really done went with the people who killed her. I just feel like this is now three for three. These characters that I have felt personally attached to betraying us. I'm talking about you, Thelrissa. I'm talking about you, Mela. And now, I, honestly, I may be the most offended about Kalia because not only did it was like, I don't know, she's like not really undead. She's like Lightforged undead, but also she was my main hoe in my priest order hall. You're the only person who knew that she was a real NPC when I was reading the book. I was like, what a great book character. How'd they, how'd they find this woman? Yeah. So I'm like, this is top 10 anime betrayals to me. Holy shit, guys. I just realized. Kalia was standing four feet from her father. You mean because she's on top of the ICC? Wait, not her father. Wait, isn't she related to the... Bo- no, damn it. I, was, I, had the wrong four, I had the wrong person. I was thinking of... Uh, from, oh, you were oh, thinking about Talia and Yes, Morales. you were thinking about Ta- yes. Talia Fall Dragon. Kalia, Talia. I was like, wait a minute, holy shit. She wasn't, but no. Though, to be fair, King Terranus will probably, his ghost was probably hanging out there in the Citadel anyway. So maybe she was still close to her father. And honestly, they better address, they better bring Talia in to meet her father again at some point, or else it will be a big miss in Shadowlands. Regardless, Kalia was standing on the Citadel that her brother built. 
Like, Arthas built that citadel, like, from his power. So it's still kind of bizarre that she's there in the first place. Like, she's sitting where her brother was. Yeah, like, that's the throne that he sat on when he tried to destroy the world, basically. So that's a little awkward. Damn. But yeah, you know, it was funny. I saw a comment on Wildhead that kind of actually made sense on Kalia being the leader. Sylvanas also used to be Alliance. She was a high elf. And then she was killed, and then she joined, and she was like, my people. And Kalia's doing the same. Though I guess the only difference is Kalia probably knows a lot more of these undead soldiers from Lordaeron, or has some kind of connection to them. You know, like, oh, that's that's Uncle Jerry over there. That, that, that zombie's him. I mean, also, there was, like, at some point, a rift where a lot of the High Elves just became Blood Elves, right? So... Yeah, I guess that's true. Apparently, at some point, Sylvanas kidnaps several leaders of the Horde and the Alliance, which is why we're gathered on this on the Citadel to begin with. She managed to somehow kidnap Thrall, Jaina, Anduin, and Bane. I think that's the only four that were kidnapped. Yes, that sounds correct. So that's why we sort of have our B team as we approach the top. You have Gen, you have Gelbin, you have like the people they don't put on posters. Yeah. Rokan. I mean, I guess let's just name them. The Alliance have Muradin, Taronda, Graven, Gengraven, Mechatork, and Illyria. The Horde have Lorthamar, Rokan, Thilrissa, Valyra, and the fucking traitor, Kalia. Also, it's really weird to think about Muradin being there. I guess there's a lot of dwarves anyways, but I definitely thought Moira was like the dwarf. It's weird for them to pull out Muradin like after a decade. Yeah, I'm like, um, I thought the, the dwarves were ruled by a council of three hammers. Why is only one of them there? Seemed kind of fucked up to me. Dwarf erasure. Maybe they're, the dwarves are like, we want our real leader to be back home in case something happens. Oh, damn. <laughs> so we'll get rid of our weakest one. Some local yokel we pulled out of wrath. Well, I mean, honestly, though, that's what they're doing with us. The The text was literally like, okay, we've lost four of our leaders. We can't send any more. We can't risk their lives. Hey, you, champion, do you want to come on in, 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 in uh, and do this for us? Like, uh, oh, I'm not important. I fucking understand. I fucking get it. So then you have to do this horribly long ritual where you drag each piece of the Shattered Helm of Domination. It has a new name now. What's it called? Like the, the Pieces of Domination? The Shards of Domination? I think it's the Shards of Domination. Anyway, it's broken into pieces, and you have to walk it very slowly to each rune. And when you do that, a giant, like, black maw portal spawns underneath you, and it sucks you and, like, maybe, like, 80 Death Knights in. And apparently, before you get sucked in in the cutscene, Taronda jumps in first. This bitch lunges in and says, I'm gonna kill Sylvanas. So, Aaron, you might get your wish. Fucking Taronda might end up killing herself in the fucking Shadowlands going solo. So, Aaron, I have a question I, here. I, so, yes. if Taronda is become like gung ho vigilante night warrior, yeets herself into this black hole, successfully kills Sylvanas, will she have redeemed herself from being a night elf in your eyes? Um, yes, <laughs> she will, though they still have two leaders, and I don't think that's fair. What I am going to think, and you can. People listening, you can mint, you can put a stamp on it right here. She'll kill a lot of stuff. She'll do the darn thing. She will fight Sylvanas, weaken her. Sylvanas will kill her, and she'll say, I have all this magic stored up. Take it, champion. Boo, 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 boo. So she gets redeemed to say, like, oh, you couldn't have beaten Sylvanas without Tyrande's magic. But then also she's dead. So then it's the Night Elf only have one leader, 
And Malfurion's like, my wife's dead. No. And we can pretend he's cooler. Can anybody in the Shadowlands even officially die, though? Wouldn't they just go right back to, like, the Shadowlands, like, spawn point? <laughs> she, she, she dies, and then you go to, like, the next room, and she was like, hmm, this is where my thing was. <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, I'm really confused about how death in the Shadowland works. I, maybe they've addressed this already, but I don't remember. I don't think they have. But so anyway, so you get stuck on this portal with the Death Knights, and it's a, it's very much kind of a Broken Shore-esque scenario, where you're in a new land, fighting a new hordes of enemies. Um, They're just like Shadowland, like fantasy beasts and like beings everywhere. Yeah, and the first, basically after you fight off some of these shadow beings, you eventually come across Jaina and a mortally wounded Thrall. Fucking surprise. Guess who got hurt first? It was Thrall again. First he beeps oh. out on the broken shore. Now he beeps it in Shadowlands. Listen, he doesn't have his main weapon because we don't know where it is, okay? Because some shaman put it in their materials bag. Hmm, it's almost like Thrall has a history of throwing away weapons he might fucking need. It's also weird because I feel like he was such this big, powerful character, and people called him Green Jesus, and Metzen hated it. So he <laughs> he went to like the writing department, and he was like, Thrall's done. He's nothing. Make him get beat up by a flower. And they're like, I feel like he should be a little bit better than that. It's like, nuh-uh. He's going to lose his weapon. The elements will betray him. His kid will say that he likes Doug better than him. A dog will pee on him. <laughs> <laughs> he has to be a loser now because people made fun of me. He sucks now. It's a, it's a, it's a very cr- it's a very Chris Chan adjacent move where it's like, hmm, maybe if I say I stink, they'll stop making fun of me. Oh, Chris Chan, baby. But so, Jaina, you meet Jaina, and she's, like, blasting them all. Oh, wait, no, there's actually a really good pun leading up to it. There's, like, random, like, humongous icicles and, like, ice paths leading to Jaina that you and High Lord Darian Mograin are on, who's the leader of the Death Knights, or, I guess, second in command of the Death Lord. And so, he's following the ice, and he goes, oh, Jaina must have been here. We have to follow her quickly before the trail goes cold. And it's like, bitch, are you cracking jokes about the trail running cold while we're fucking <laughs> are you, out here Are you in being Shadowlands? a Goofenheimer out here while we're in death? Uh, it's like, Kim, people are dying. <laughs> but we, I have humor. So we, we, we grab them, and Jaina, I feel like Jaina just is progressively getting stronger. She was a raid boss, and now this bitch, all of a sudden, she's making mass mirror images. She made mirror images of, like, 15 people fighting that weren't her to distract the enemy. How do you even do that fucking magic? How do you conjure that? I mean, I've said it before on pod, and I'll say it again. I think in canon, she is probably the strongest mage. Nah, man. Ugly boy's up there. <laughs> ugly boy can beat her any day. You know, this kind of begs the question, speaking of mages, where the fuck is Cadgar? You would think that, like, he would sense the shattering above Icecrown Citadel and be like, I gotta fucking be somewhere. I, I gotta go. Yeah, his main reason for departing before was that he didn't want to deal with the Horde and the Alliance fighting. It's like, Caddy Baby, they aren't fighting anymore. There's the bigger threat. Like, come back, please. He's like, I've been burned before, champion. I'm gonna wait a couple of uh, patches before I show up again. Fair he knows enough. that Arcane took a little bit of a dip in, like, its DPS numbers, and he doesn't want to get beaten by Ugly Boy like he knows he will. <laughs> oh, a little bit of an interesting piece of dialogue is Jaina said that it felt as if she and Thrall had been in this realm for 
a very long time, maybe like months or even years, she says along something along the lines of. And then she kind of makes like a comment about how time moves differently in the Shadowlands than it does in normal Azeroth. So I don't know what, what this means, but it could mean that like Taronda leaping in like a few seconds before the rest of us fall through could have actually translated to her having like a few weeks in the Shadowlands by herself to try to like assassinate Sylvanas. That would make sense. That'd be a that would be a good story point. But then the thing is, we know that she didn't do it, right? Because we we come across Sylvanas a little bit later on when we find Anduin chained up, and Jaina was like, "I tried to get to him, but I couldn't. It's guarded by a powerful, powerful being." And when we find Anduin chained up, there's literally nobody guarding him. <laughs> Sylvanas appears in like Lich. Uh, very very much like a giant lich king would in in wrath she's she's like taller and she's like like a blue ghostly color and she's like literally tormenting a chained up anduin it's like a bitch i don't care if like somehow you manage to be like no but listen uh i'm the good guy my plan was for to save the good guys she literally chained up anduin and was like torturing him wait 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 hold up are you saying anduin's in chains 100 percent 80 was in chains i'm in chains (laughs) i'm falling down into the shadow land or into the maw (laughs) but like we show up and then she's like okay well i've tortured you enough for now i'm going to leave and she leaves and we just walk up and talk to anduin and casually get some quests to free him but when you talk to anduin still he's like you're always welcome in stormwind it's like dude you're chained up for like god knows how long like he's just letting you know that when he gets back you can come have some kool-aid you are always welcome in stormwind what a bro Okay, so I don't know if this is something that will get changed before it, like, comes out, like, actually, but in my mind, I'm taking Jaina's comment as, like, the defenses being too impeccable for her to breach, meaning that, like, there is this, there's, like, a series of these bridges that you have to cross to get to Anduin that just have, like, these three rows of spikes that come up and go down, like, really slowly, and there's also, like, aisleways that you can just walk in between them so that you don't have to step anywhere near the spikes. Yeah, I don't understand what they were going for in this department. So, like, it's a bridge with big spikes that you could just walk in between. It's like, why didn't you make the whole bridge alternating spikes so I couldn't get here? You literally gave me a pathway to walk between the spikes that are going every, like, four seconds. It's kind of silly as fuck. I don't know if this is, like, an aesthetical choice or something. I don't know. I think it's, like, intimidation aesthetics. Like, oh, look out, I have spikes here. Where else could they be? But then it's just silly. Like, bro, I can walk in the middle of them. Like, these don't affect me. But on the way to free Anduin, so we have to get these keys or whatever. We fucking cross this bridge, and we come across an old fling of ours. Fucking hell yeah. Just brought out of the fucking ocean and starts yelling at us. Mm. <laughs> I like the thought of that. Yeah, and I will say, Jaina Proudmore has quite the burn, because I assume Helia says something about how, you know, the three of us, three of us being the player character, Jaina and Thrall, I believe, are, like, weaklings or something, and then Jaina has this sick burn. Let me find it exactly so I don't misquote it. So, Helia says, your unworthy souls will feed the coming darkness, and Jaina's like, unworthy? I hear you were beaten by quite... You were beaten quite soundly by unworthy champions, witch. Oh, girl! Didn't she have to attach her 
Titan keep herself to Sylvanas just to even make it here? She's like, I don't have enough fare for the bus. And Sylvanas is like, I'll take you. I'll drive you to the Shadowlands. She's like, I'll swipe my Ventra card so you can come in behind me. Also, we, we beat her twice, right? In the dungeon and then in the raid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so basically, Helia hates this insult and shoves all of us into a river of, like, forgotten souls. It's very Hercules-esque. Wait, but, but before that, fucking Thrall is so mad that he has to look at Helia's face that he's like, I'll stop you. And he throws his fucking axe carelessly at her head, just like he fucking threw the Doomhammer. This bitch cannot keep a hold on his weapons, and it comes back to bite him later. Yeah, yeah, so the combination of Jaina's sick burn and Thrall swapping her in between the eyes with his axe she has had enough and she shoves us into this river of souls and it's yeah it is very river sticks or, or also very hercules and in the river there are npcs that are like floating through it that are saying random shit and one of them is literally the horde fan base he goes <clears throat> i trusted sylvanas as he floats away down the fucking ocean and i just went ah ha ha he 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 wow <laughs> the last time the alliance leaders betrayed us she was a big dragon and then we just got to kill her so next in the story after rescuing anduin then we go to rescue bane who has also been captured in this portion of the mall and there are cinematics that happen that we do not know what they show and basically after passing through this soul river there is a cinematic and we rescue bane but he is like very wounded and also beyond physically wounded he's like really down in the dumps about everything yeah his his girlfriend left him his car got impounded he didn't do well on a test he's like also the jailer has like 70 million guys which, yeah, apparently Thrall says that the army of the Jailer rivals the army of the Legion. And I'm like, I didn't see that many guys down there, but I guess I'll believe you. Oh, also, Bane mentions that souls are there from Azeroth, Argus, and, quote, countless unknown worlds. So Blizzard's out there like, bitch, you thought we ran out of things to do? Bane just saw, like, seven more expansions out there. <laughs> That's why why Bane is so down in the dumps. He's like, I'm going to have to deal with being locked up several more times before I'm made war chief. Fucking idiot. I, I can't believe he's always the one getting hurt in these things. Because he's like the, the picture of horde innocence. He's like a nice cow man who's worked with the Alliance. So anytime they really want to stick it, and show how mean the horde is. They're like, we locked Bane up and we're sticking him with pointy sticks now. Ouch, ouch, help me champion. So real talk, power levels of nice horde boys, Thrall or Bane, who is stronger after all of the nerfs that Blizzard has implemented into Thrall? Thrall. I would still say Thrall. Bane's a nice enough boy, but he has zero victories. Bane's never done anything. He got yeeted off the fucking, like, cauldron of Rooker, 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 or whatever fantasy name they fucking gave this this cliff. Okay, so after we rescue Bane, then the the main squad we got going on here, which is player character Jaina, Anduin, Thrall, and Bane, 
band together and they're like, hey, there's this one waystone that's up by the jailer. And if we like sneak past them and activate it, then we can use that to teleport ourselves out of the mall. And I don't know, as Slide said, Jaina continues to show how powerful of a mage she is. She just casually casts like this mass invisibility spell on all of you guys at once. And you guys just try to sneak past everyone. I hope that's not something coming into Shadowlands because I don't like having other people depend on me. (laughs) If mass invisibility is a thing, they'll be like, "Uh, Growlina, why don't you cast that? I like singular chicken shit (laughs) invisibility. So I'm like, I get to leave. You don't want mass greater invisibility? No. (laughs) Seeing people talk to Cubbybub like, why haven't you put up a shroud yet? I'm like... Damn, having responsibility is tough. I don't even like just having a buff I have to put on everyone. No, same. Like, I get real sassy whenever anybody asks for Fort because I'm literally the only priest that plays this game in our guild anymore, apparently. Well, you know what they say. If you can't beat them, join them in the church. <laughs> but then it, it, it's a classic, classic end scenario where it's like only the player champion can activate this key to escape. You like interrogate some demon or whatever. Oh, sorry, not a demon because demons are totally different. This is a aberration that's made up of like a thousand mouths. And one of the mouths is like, oh, yes, you're using Death Knight powers because you actually wield the Helm of Domination against them, which is kind of fucked up. And you make it tell you like how to escape. And there's this waystone, and that only the champion can use, and the champion uses it, and then you just are free. Like, there's a brief encounter with the jailer where he does that thing where he's like, I won't fight you, but all of my minions will fight you. Yeah, so there's the typical, like, end of scenario, like, part 7 out of 7, when, like, you and all of the, like, other, like, big allies that you have fight off these countless waves of the jailer's enemies that keep coming up as you're waiting for this waystone to power up so that you can escape and they're like oh we just need to like hold them off as long as we can so that we can teleport out of here and then you do and then you teleport out of there and then you go to oribos which is like the main hub of the expansion which is also a really weird name. There's a lot of fucking weird names here. What, we have Ouroboros, we have Kakaras, we have Gorgoa. They are seriously not putting a cap on their fucking fantasy names as expansion. And the best part is, you know they probably spit those boys out in like 15 minutes before lunch. Like they were like, oh no, we need the name of every single city. And then some guy's eating some chips like, hold on. He just writes down, there you go. <laughs> Corkazoa, no way! I mean, and it works. It's like a fantasy world that they've created so they can do whatever the fuck they want. It's exciting, though. Like, watching the video, I was getting stoked. And in the video, I had no voice acting, I had no music, and I had what I assumed was an unupdated zone. So once it's all finished, it's going to be so fucking awesome. So do we have any concept of when this content will be released and also is this what will be considered pre-patch like is this scenario pre-patch no this is probably going to be patch patch i assume so this is like day of release of shadowlands this is the first thing we do yeah i I assume pre-patch would be sylvanas kidnapping the leaders and will be like the things leading up to her defeating bolvar in combat to shattering the realm that brings shadowlands I assume it'll be like, oh no, Jaina was in Terra Fart Forest. Go there and check on her. And then when you go, you see 
some of the Shadowlands creatures, and it's like, oh, I've never seen these scary boys. I hope we don't see them again. And then two weeks later, you proceed to see a lot of them. You just find her one shoe left behind as a clue. <laughs> mm, it smells like Lady Jaina's foot. Mm. Mm. No, he, he wouldn't want that. Or would he? No, he'd want that. Well, now it's time for our sexiest NPCs of the week. (laughs) And I know we were talking about spicy Jaina feet, but I want my sexiest NPC to have like nine feet, preferably tentacles. What if what if instead of nine feet, they had 14 feet? Do you guys trust me? Yeah. What if, what if, what if, what if instead of tentacles, they had 14 feet and they were dwarves? Wait a minute. And they Wait lived a minute. In- Hell yeah, girl. This week's sexiest NPCs of the week are the seven of Blackrock Depths. And don't you forget it. We are naming the chest of the seven instance bosses as this week's sexiest npc of the week we have never had a a segment derailed mid-segment but here we go Mm. and if if you two need references on what they look like just check the google doc because i was silently updating it (laughs) during this last segment to add these seven beautiful dwarves to our list feast your eyes upon their sexy appearances Ghostly, ghastly, and clad in red robes. So, <laughs> so I will say, like, I am slightly offended that, like, me preparing before the shows with these show notes means nothing. But also, I am very, very happy with this, like, audible choice right now to change to these seven sexy NPCs. We talking hate rel. We talking vile rel. We talking seeth rel. We talking dope rel. We talking doom rel. We taking anger rel. We talking gloom rel. <laughs> oh, oh, mm. big, curly, Low polygon beards and mustaches abound when we're talking about the Sizzly Seven. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be real here. I think maybe Blizzard literally just like went to the character creation screen. They obviously had their own like before it was officially a thing, like dark iron filter, and then they just like randomized it seven times for like seven different dark iron dwarf appearances here. That's kind of what it looked like, to be honest. I I mean, I'm not denying it's sexy as fuck, because it is. But, eh, like, they all look slightly varied. So, like, they, like no matter what you want here, this seven has something. If you're into gingers, you got Angerrel. If you want long-ass beards split in two, you have Gloomrel. If you went to the ladies, we have the sexy Seathrel. Wow, no, like, is Seathrel the only lady one here? Uh, I believe Hate Rel is also a lady, correct? You are correct. That is what happens when you try to edit a show note mid-recording. Because here is here's Hate Rel. She's got an axe and she's got a little perky bun. Ooh. You know, I'm looking at them and I was trying to see like which one is my favorite, but I think it's a seven-way tie. Oh. <laughs> 
I, you know, Ooh. I think we gangbanging this week, y'all. I was going to say, if I can get an eight-way with the seven, I'm fucking in, baby. They got all kinds of weapons. They got all kinds of toys and varying amounts of facial hair. Eh. Mm, mm, eh. Just, just listening to them <laughs> just do their teamwork as they're doing me, it's, it, it brings a tear to my eye. <laughs> Go, Vilerel. Just... Attack them from the back. I shall... <laughs> Plow them from the front. This is the might of Gloomrel. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like I've been training for this moment. Currently recording this podcast with no fans and no shirt and sweating my balls off. I am ready for the extreme heat that black that Black Rock Depths has to offer me in an eight-way orgy. Mmm, lava everywhere. Who I would like to say, I think officially episode 80 of Do Not Relent has been like the secret like 31st boss of Blackrock Deaths because it's so fucking hot today. Ooh, but you seven, you are sexiest NPCs of the week, and I feel like you might be our sexiest of the year. I don't know how we're going to fucking not pick you guys, but we'll get there it's, at the end of the gonna year. Be, it's going to be difficult, but everyone... You got a peak of greatness today. All right. Well, now it's time for our top two bottom boot medium moot. I'm going to start this week because I am ready to talk about how mad I am for having to do this today. I have a bottom boot of this week. You kind of alluded to it earlier. Yeah, I sure did. So as a Death Knight of the Alliance... I had to go to basically Ogrimmar and raise Nazgrim, who died unnobly during... He died in Pandaria, right? He was, he the one he who, was a boss in Siege of Ogrimmar. He was the man I love to hate because he runs out and he says, My allegiance is to the war chief, no matter their doctrine. And then we just knock him down and we we're like, wow, that really worked out for you. It's like, yeah, wow, way to fucking stand with hate, you idiot. But so I, I had to go raise Nazgrim, and as, <laughs> and as I fly out there to raise him in war mode, I soon learned that the area where apparently Nazgrim is buried is the equivalent of Goldshire dueling roads, where the Horde stand outside of Ogrimmar and duel each other quite literally over Nazgrim's grave. So I fucking, I'm, I, I didn't even land yet, I'm flying above it. And this fucking level 58 shadow precedes me and starts firing curses at me. Which obviously, because I'm 120, they don't hurt me. But I'm like, okay, now I'm in combat. Now I can't land because this fucker's casting spells on me. So I flew away. I come back. And I channel it. And I almost finish the channel when this fucking shadow priest hits me. So I'm like, great. Now I have to kill her. So I do kill her in like two hits. And naturally, when I land, every fucking horde dueling, their spy yep. went off, and it goes boop, boop. And all I see are, like, 25 hordies turn and look at me. They digest what's happening for a minute, and then they all fucking attack me. I lasted for quite a while. I didn't kill anybody. But for, like, a minute and a half, I was using my fucking death knight heals and potions to stay alive. But, I mean, they killed me, obviously. And I fucking forgot how long of a trek it was to get back. Because not only do they not let us fly for some reason on this continent, I had to walk 
1,000 feet back to my body, which is the equivalent of like seven minutes. It was so fucking long. Yeah, I remember yeah. how long this took back during the day when I think we were doing the achievement where we had to kill all of the horde uh, leaders and we had to siege Ogremar kind of by like going in and killing the war chief. And yeah, if you die, you, you better like give up like five to ten minutes trying to like run back. It's brutal. So instead like of leaving, I said, I when I did this, I was not able to do it, and I said, "I'm done. I'm done playing my Death Knight. I don't want to do this." <laughs> so instead of leaving like an idiot, I was like, "Maybe I can try it a second time." <laughs> so I try it, and I got through six seconds of my eight-second channel. Yes, it's the fucking longest channel in the goddamn game, and as I almost completed. A whore demon hunter hits me. And I'm like, oh. so I didn't hit him. I just did slash frown. So it was like, Alan frowns at demon hunter. The demon hunter stopped and he took like eight steps backwards and sat down. And I was like, wait, does he know my plight? Does he understand that like what I'm doing? So I look at him and I very carefully walk up to the spot where Nazgrim is buried. And I begin to channel. And as I'm on second seven out of eight, this fucker attacks me, breaks the uh. channel, and does slash kiss. And I just laid on the ground and I just let him kill me. I'm like, fuck you, man. You, you, you earned this kill, you piece of shit. I was mad, but I'm like, I also would have done the same exact thing if that was me. <laughs> Why would they have this quest line in the heart of the Horde capital for a class whose Order Hall campaign is both Horde and Alliance? Now, I don't remember exactly all who the four new horsemen are, so it's very possible that there is an Alliance one that the Horde have to come to to dig up to fight for them. So maybe they have a similar quest. I'll, I'll figure out later when I get more in the quest. Basically, I... I res myself, I flew all the way home, and I took another 10-minute trek out. Aaron, what if I told you there was an easier way? Because there is an easier what, fucking but way. What is this way? So I basically failed my first test as a Death Knight, despite being a Death Knight for like a year now. All I had to do was spawn, run behind a rock, and use my Death Gate. If I used my death gate, I could have gone back to Ebonhold, which is a rested area, turn off my war mode, take my death gate back, and I would have been there in three seconds. Instead, I hearthstoned back to Boralus, turned off war mode, and took the ten minute trek of taking the boat from Ironforge to Theramore to flying, when I could have just literally used my goddamn abilities at death knight. Rest in pepperonis. Rip me. I'm still mad about it. But what about you, Aaron? What was your TTBBMM? This week's TTBBMM is a bottom boot. Oh! And even worse, it's a it was a sneaky bottom boot. I was not even playing Warcraft when it happened, and dare I say it has nothing to do with Warcraft. Oh well, what is it then? <sighs> this month marks the 20th anniversary of Blizzard releasing Diablo 2 and to commemorate it they have established a Diablo bust that is now for sale in the shop and this thing is the ugliest piece of shit I've ever <laughs> laid my eyes on 
Okay, I need to like pause for a second and go look this up. What is it called? Diablo 20th Anniversary Bust. Let me Google this real fast. Okay. Okay, so... Oh. Oh. For those who cannot see at home, it is a highly detailed, overly porous, like clavicle neck and head shot of my boy Diablo. And... It, it it just it looks weird it looks like a big hunk of like raw meat and they are really pushing it so i see it on facebook i see it on twitter i see it in my emails people are like oh this is so great and i just i i, I can't escape this big sweaty meaty boy so I will say, if I were a big fan of the Diablo franchise, I would also probably be really hype about this because, like, if you just look at it, it's hyper realistic. It looks good for the portion that they did of it. It just is like, I feel like it's an odd portion of it that they decided to use that makes it look a little awkward and weird. Well, I am just, just give it arms. A, <laughs> yeah, I am a big proponent of the like the stylized full body. Um, statues that they have of like Gen Greymane and like Sour Fang for 50 bucks. Those are cool. Even better are the full body like 150 ones that they make of other characters. What is this weird just like his titties, his neck and his head? Like what? So if, if I remember correctly, it is actually pretty cheap from what a normal statue is, but because he doesn't have any fucking arms. Like, think about Diablo. Think about how much of him his beefy arms and his meaty claws are. And making him this weird half a salami, it's horrible. So according to this article, it is a 10-inch bust, and it costs like $140. So yeah, it's it is a pretty than good value for the height and I assume the size. I don't know. I guess I'm not a Diablo guy, but like, I don't want that. I mean, like, I don't really speak for the Diablo community or anything, but I personally would rather want like a $300 one that is like a full statue. Just give him arms. Who still wants busts to this day other than like 80 year old white woman? But who wants a Diablo bust? That's so weird. His face well, does look pretty cool, though. It grows on me, but I still... <laughs> I, I open up a page, and I'm like, Ugh, get out of here! But, Immune, what is your TTBBMM? Okay, I'm going to pull a typical slide whistle here. I'm going to have wow. a... <laughs> I'm going to have a top toot, being that I finally finished my what a long, strange journey achievement thing it's been, and I have my Violet Proto Jake. So that is yeah. obviously a top toot moment. But I will also say that the bottom boot moment of it is that the flame juggling achievement took probably the equivalent of like 40 minutes out of my life and a lot of annoyance and I had to like look up how to do it because I'm a piece of shit and I felt really bad about it and I hated it and I spent more money on the torches more like flame warden whatever the achievements uh tokens are on it and I spent just enough on my torches so that I couldn't buy another toy. So the only thing I was able to get out of all of this was the Hearthstone because I chose to 
choose the hearthstone because i also want to collect the hearthstones for all the holidays because i, I don't know this one's cool it's like a flame torch one it, it, it's cool i like it but like i also would have liked to also have another toy or something like flaming dance flame lady yeah 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 that's what i would have gotten if i had a little bit of more of the flame flower token things or whatever they're called rip a rooney and a half but yeah, that's my top two bottom boot combination this week. Well, this is looking at the length of an old school episode. I feel like we're uh, probably going to end up a little longer than an hour here. So I guess it's time for us to fucking bail. Bye. If you yeah. have any comments, questions, complaints for Breeze recipes, send them to us at do not relent pod at gmail.com or tweet at us at Twitter at do not relent pod.com. What about you two? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex, or Immunization. You can oh, find dear. <laughs> me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. Or you can follow our podcast Instagram account, which I just updated very recently, on the Instagram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. You can read our literary musings at livejournal.donotrelent.com. And I just want to get this out of the way. Shout out to Frank's Hot Sauce Guild. Uh, they followed me on Instagram. I, You guys are neat, I guess. You didn't ask me to do this. I was just like, they followed me a while ago, so they probably listened. So there you go. We love you, Franks. Red Hot Sauce Guild. Franks, 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 Franks. Oh, also, just a quick shout out to one of our followers who has started a podcast of his own. So, um, Bricko Stud, who follows us and our podcast on Twitter, has started a podcast of his own with another person who is named Demi and they have a podcast called the third faction show so go ahead and give them a listen I listened to their first episode it was pretty good I mean I'm I don't know it's just really cool that like somebody who listens to us has started their own podcast so go and give them a listen if you want if only we could change the name to the only faction and that's the alliance yeah all right but with that that was a joke I did that on purpose but with that, we're out of here. We'll see you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish. <laughs>